0: what is up everybody welcome to this week's episode of the dense pixels podcast uh two-man pod tonight i'm one of your hosts brad joined by my co-host micah hey uh carrie and terrence both unable to make it tonight we're, st- we're starting recording a little earlier than we typically do because uh, i am settling in for a marathon night of being in front of a microphone and camera um you uh
1: yeah. <laughs> you are doing the lord's work yeah
0: it, guys. It, it'll already have happened um by the time most of you were listening to this but uh Live stream of the presidential debate tonight with uh Jane Annie for Look Forward. Uh, so I'm sure you can catch the recap uh later if if you're coming to this after uh after the fact, but uh, yeah, it's gonna be.
1: I, I can't wait, I can't wait to listen to uh, uh a 40 something and a couple of 30 somethings critique two septuagenarians <laughs> <laughs> as they battle about. The economy and race relations.
0: <laughs> it's gonna be it's uh it's gonna be a a happening to to paraphrase Gorilla Monsoon. That's that's for sure. Um, it's a shame that neither Carrie or Terrence are here, uh, tonight to stop us from to to moderate us from making this an hour love session for what is easily my game of the year as it stands
1: you right know now. What? I was going to say the same thing,
0: man. <laughs> it's going to be, and like I said, as good as Cyberpunk should be, it's going to be very difficult to knock Hades off of off of the perch that it currently sits on for me. Because, god damn it, this game is just just everything that I hoped it would be in more.
1: Like in terms of just being a game mm-hmm. and just doing what it is supposed to do as a game. It is it it is the it is the standard bear for this genre, and I I don't think I'm saying that like as hyperbole. Like this is this is really good, man.
0: Well, it's it's got it all. Like like it's it's bizarre for a rogue like game uh, to have as much story and good story. As as this game has and to have a cast of characters and a large cast of characters uh, that are all relatively engaging um, and not anyone that you don't really enjoy conversing with or talking to or hearing their story, Uh, even like Theseus, who's a giant douchebag, like is is incredibly entertaining um, with all the all the ways that he tries to shit talk you when uh, (laughs) when whenever you fight him. And uh, it's it's just really good. I finally, finally got my first clear uh, on Sunday, uh, which is very exciting because when you clear the game, uh, they unlock the Pact of Punishment. So on your subsequent runs, you can basically increase aspects of the difficulty, kind of like Torment Mode in Diablo in some ways, but you can customize which things are harder, and that adds to like a heat level. And when you beat the game so you know how like when you go through the game every boss that you beat with each weapon gives you like a bounty of some kind that gives you like the titan blood which you can later use to upgrade your weapons or it gives you the diamonds which you need to to get the best upgrades in mm-hmm. in in the um in the in your house um well that it basically allows you to earn more of those things um and each heat level has a bounty per boss per weapon much like the regular weapons do and i think that you can go up to like like 30 heat or something stupid like that if you completely max out all of the all of the difficulty modifiers in the nice. game because there's a lot of them um so again just a stupid amount of replayability um <laughs> in, in this game which is crazy i so you you probably haven't cleared the game yet how far have you made it in your I'm, in your travels yep
1: yeah, no i've i'm I've done like twenty-two runs, mm-hmm. and the furthest I've made it was uh, Elysium. Okay, and uh, I don't know how far that is. It, it's
0: um, it's the third of four levels, essentially. In the okay,
1: world. I can make it to Elysium, and um, and and I just. Uh, you know, I, I'm trying to figure out what I need. I, I've made it to Elysium with the spear. The spear is the weapon that I use the most, followed by a weapon that I did not think I would use at all, mm-hmm. and that's the shield.
0: Well, the sh- the shield is what I got my first clear
1: with. Uh, yeah, maybe I maybe I need to put more time with the shield. Um,
0: well, it's because... it really it really boils down. So, what I found with my runs is it really boils down to. Like your Daedalus Hammer upgrades, like never, never pass up a Daedalus Hammer upgrade because you only get two of them in, in the entire run. You usually get one in Tartarus and one in Elysium. And that can change, like the Daedalus Hammers change how your weapon behaves. Like it changes aspects of your weapon to make it just work differently. But that can work really well in conjunction with some of the boons um, that you get. Also, don't sleep on... The keepsakes that you get from the the gods themselves because you can use them early and either – you can either use them early to kind of start crafting your build how you want to or you can use them when you get to like Asphodel or when you get to Elysium if you're like, man, I really need like an Athena, like like a specific Athena boon that I'm chasing after. So you can equip her keepsake to ensure that she drops um, mm-hmm. a boon ahead of you at some point which is which is super helpful. You kind of managing the keepsakes is important. Um did you get like the keepsake upgrade that puts a keepsake at the end of each boss level? Like one of the keepsake cages at the end of each boss level? Oh yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm going to say that that's that's super important to get that so that you can kind of switch off during the run um yeah. as you need. What I haven't
1: been doing, what I haven't been doing is I haven't been giving the gifts to the gods themselves. I've been giving them to uh other characters
0: yeah it's 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 said you should not give any character more than one nectar until you've given every character one nectar because that's what you need to get those to get keepsake filled out um yeah so it's like i said a lot a lot of deep strategy in the game it took me to my 30th run before i finally beat the game um and it took me it took me four four attempts at actually fighting I mean, no spoilers. Hades is the fucking end boss, of course. Yeah. Right. So it took me four attempts to beat him. Like he's difficult. And then he also fooled me because I remember I walked into his boss fight with all of my death defiances and my lucky tooth, like still ready to fucking rock and roll. So I had four revives available and I'm like, I'm going to fucking merc this dude. So I was playing like really, really recklessly and cavalierly and just not and not not caring like I was just I was you know inflicting damage not caring if i took any chewing through my revives and of course Hades has a second phase where he yeah. gets, where he gets a refilled life bar and new new attacks and shit like that so that was that really pissed me off when i, when I got there cuz then i was fucked um but yeah it's it, it's it, again it's lear- learning all the enemies attack it's it's like any roguelike in that sense or like any action game just kind of learning the attack patterns for enemies. And again, I, I really enjoy the, the Daedalus hammer upgrades the most um, just cause they add a lot of variety and kind of mixing and matching them with the different boons that you come across, um, you know, from the different gods is kind of the key to success. Really like, like learning what each God can give you and how it can impact your run um, yeah. is super important. Cause then you kind of know what you want to be aiming for when you see them when you see them pop up. Any any Athena boon is great, by the way, especially for the later levels. Um, like the, uh, like the I, shield uh, dash, super super helpful.
1: I tend to use... I tend to... Uh, very rarely do I see Athena. I, I get a lot of Zeus's and I get a lot of... Uh, I haven't given any any Nectars to any of the gods, but mm. I see a lot of Zeus's, Poseidon's... And, Poseidon, uh, Poseidon's pretty good, too. So. Uh, I, I, what I want is more Athena and... Um, Dionysus mm-hmm. um, for his uh, his dot damage. Mm-hmm. Um, his, his is pretty
0: good. Um Ares, like the blade, like the blade rifts that you can create with a lot of Ares boons are pretty dope as well. And his call, like Ares call is a monster when you get into boss fights, because if you let the mm-hmm. gauge max out, like it, it just basically puts a blade rift on you for like 10 seconds that you can just like stand <laughs> next to a boss and just murder the <laughs> shit out of them, basically, which is really nice um yeah man it's fun and like i said so you said you're in elysium but you haven't gotten to the boss yet in elysium
1: nope i haven't made it to the boss yet now i can get to elysium but you know i was uh, last time I, I i i literally just uh saved enough darkness to get a third death defiance mm-hmm. I, I can make it to elysium if i'm concentrating and if i'm like focusing i can make it to elysium with maybe one only only having used one death defiance. Mm-hmm. But um that's if I'm that's if I'm like focusing. And <laughs> um and it's it's uh but I, yeah I usually end up dying somewhere in Elysium. Well don't don't
0: like, forget right. in Elysium uh you can run into Patrocles who can refill all of your death defiances for you. Yeah if yeah, you burn any of yeah. So,
1: so I, I I I love this game man and I want to um like it just Everything about it, man—the art style, the music, the the gameplay loop—the just everything about it—is uh, is is great. I I never ever ever <laughs> thought I'd say that this independent game, this indie game, might be my game of the year, man.
0: I <sighs> there like like I said, I'm I'm still struggling to find something I don't like about it because the i mean the worst thing you can say is man it's super it's kind of grind heavy oh man they make you play the game fuck like that's right. like, like that yeah. sucks yeah
1: like that that's that's literally the point of the game you know <laughs> what i mean like like uh, i don't know how many how, have you um how many uh from the mirror how many keys have you invested oh i've I've,
0: I've invented I've, I've invested the whole the whole McGillor. the whole mirror yeah, okay. I'm, 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 like, for my first, like, the first literally, like, 20 or 25 runs that I had, I was focusing mainly on darkness and keys because I wanted to get the mirror upgraded. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have all the talent slots upgraded. Most of the purple upgrades I have maxed out at this point. Um, mm-hmm. I'm starting to work on the yellow ones because some of the yellow ones are significantly better than the purple ones. Like, I think they're kind of designed to be more advanced. Um, advanced upgrades. Um, yeah. so I'm working on those right now. Like I'm, I'm even trying to experiment with the one. So instead of getting the multiple, like three death defiances, you get like the one per room, but you only get yeah. a thirty percent refill. Um, yeah, but that's tricky because when because some of the boss fights, you chew up, you know. Yeah, you like too, I feel so.
1: like I feel like that's they they give that to you to just to kind of trick you into using it. Well, no,
0: because we- there there are some. Once you get proficient and really learn the different patterns of the boss fights, it's like I never die anymore in on the first two worlds levels bosses. Mm-hmm. Like like the snake, the snake I could fucking close my eyes and beat that fight now, or yeah. the hydra. And then um the uh, any of the furies don't really give you. Yeah, me they all follow the same pattern
1: just just with a different, you know. Now you now,
0: know, now, 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 t- <laughs> now now Theseus and the Minotaur Different story. <laughs> Different story. I, I, I think, honestly, like, when you get there, you're going to be fucking frustrating. I think Theseus and the Mayatar might be the hardest boss fight in the game. Because even <laughs> even when I even when I got there, it, they'd still make me... Like, I'd, I'd beat the fight, but they'd force me to use, like, two death defiances. And then the thing when you get to sticks is that how long the stick section is is variable. Because basically... Um, I won't, I won't spoil who the guardian of sticks is, but you have to go through five tunnels, but you're looking Mm -hmm. for something. So you might get that thing in the first tunnel, but you might get it in the fifth tunnel. Like it's completely random as far as how many of these tunnels you have to go through in order Mm -hmm. to find the item that you need to advance. Um, I've been really lucky in most, most of the runs that I've gotten to Hades with, uh, I found it in like the second room every single time. So I haven't had to spend too much time in sticks. Um the other the other tip I can give you too, and for you for you aspiring Hades players out there, um don't burn a ton of your coins in Tartarus and and use less in Aspidel than you're probably using right now. Like really try mm-hmm. to bank your coins till you get to Elysium. Um because a lot because A, refilling Death Defiance is is expensive, unless you run into Patrocles. Yeah. And and two, um when you get to Sticks, uh, Charon has some really powerful upgrades, but they're also very very expensive. So if you can get, if you can start getting the sticks reliably, try to try start trying to have some coin in your back pocket to, to. Kind oh, of I would have with. I
1: would have thought Karon was the the <laughs> the thing that you were talking about in in sticks.
0: Oh no 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 no. He's he, he's there with his shop, but he uh, but like he has oh. like mega upgrades, but they're expensive
1: to oh, purchase okay. from
0: him. Um, no, oh. I I I can't spoil the Guardian of Sticks for you because it's 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 too funny. So <laughs> when you, when you, when you first encountered that guardian, it's, 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 a, it's an amusing, uh, interaction that you have with them. So, um, yeah, man, fucking hate. And, and you, you nailed it. Like, like I said, the, 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 the art style is, is amazing. Um, just, it, it just, again, it's like, it's, it's like a hybrid of all of their games that they've made previously combined. Cause it has like the maturity of like a transistor, but it has like the colorfulness of, like a bastion associated with it, even though everything's dark and it's, you know, bloody because you're in hell essentially. Um, it's really good. Again, like you mentioned, the music is like tip top notch. Um, soundtrack's available on Spotify, by the way, for, <laughs> for those that uh, wanted such things. Um,
1: yeah. It's the, 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 the acting is, is, is great. Like I, like I thought I would hate uh, Zagreus. Mm-hmm because of you know he's just kind of he's just kind of aloof and hey there mate like yeah and i was like am i gonna like this guy (laughs) but like i really do like i like all the characters in it man like it's really like i like you said i'm having a difficult time trying to find trying to critique it trying to find something trying to nitpick something Mm uh because it's it it does its job. It, it is a game that knows what it is and it executes its, jo- its job perfectly. I, uh, goddamn, man.
0: It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. So, yeah, it's again, if you own a Switch or if you own a PC or, or you if you play on PC, um, you really this should just is, buy this fucking game. Like,
1: trust this us. is so good. <laughs> Jay claims that he's going to buy it. Now he's not, but when <laughs> Jay claims when, when to Jay buy when it,
0: Jay feigns that he's going to buy something, <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> you know, it's got to be good. That this is good. <laughs> That's true. It's a good point. He, he, and and like I said, all he has to do is buy a controller. That's right. all he's got to do.
1: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> so. We'll see. And even my wife started playing it too, because all, all I told her is that it was uh it's it's similar in some ways to uh Diablo and she was uh she was in on that. She's so, all about it. Yeah, she's she <laughs> like like she's like, oh, I just played a little bit during lunch. I made it to the third room. I was like, the third room? I was like, all right, so you're gonna have to you're have to start practicing up there. That's fine. <laughs> all right. Like, you made it all the
1: way to Elysium? You're
0: like, no, the third <laughs>
1: chamber. Oh Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> How far did I make it the first? I think my first run I at least made it to the boss fight in Tartarus.
1: I made it to uh I made it to Megara.
0: Yeah. But uh and you then know, I know was, Yeah, I didn't know what she was gonna do. So <laughs> just, just, and that, and that's the thing too, is when you first do uh when you first do encounter, especially the bosses, it's it gets a little tricky as uh as time goes along. So so moving right. on from there, uh games with gold for the month of October. Now, this is, uh, in many ways, the Xbox One's swan song, because, you know, the Xbox Series X comes out next month. So Microsoft has decided to send out Xbox One uh, Games with Gold with a bang this month, with a just amazing stellar slate of, of games that are being offered to you for free in the month of October. For the entire month of October on Xbox One, you get to play slay away camp butchers cut
1: i i don't i don't like puns <laughs> I, I don't i don't like puns
0: well no worries micah because from october 16th through november 15th you can play the maid of Skur for free as well on xbox one
1: what I swear they throw out the weirdest games. I think they're like. like I think these I, are all I, like, like like like, like <laughs> spooky
0: themed games. Just because it's October, it's Halloween. Get it?
1: Ha 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 I mean, I get it, but like uh, at the same time, right? Like, how about, <laughs> how about you? How about you? You go out with a bang, right? <laughs> I
0: I don't know. Well, no, Mike. I don't know. Well, let me see if I can blow your skirt up with with the Xbox. 360 games that are on offer first for the first half of the month uh from the original xbox sphinx and the cursed mummy which is an xbox version of a 2003 kids game wow that came out out. jesus and then uh for the second half of the month uh double finds costume quest a halloween themed rpg which is actually a good game
1: yeah i heard that was actually really good um i cannot believe that These uh, four games total $71.96 in value, Mm -hmm. but um, hey, there you go. (laughs) I I, just, uh, all right. I mean, look, I can't complain too much, right? They're giving them away for free. So Um, costume quest is worth it. Sure. Uh, I don't, I still don't. After all this time, I still don't appreciate the uh the tiered system. Like I know why they do it, right? Like the they do it to make you log in and mm-hmm. play games, but
0: um just give it to me. Right. Just let me download like, all the shit for free up front. I don't understand why we have to wait halfway through the month. Right.
1: Like, like they're treating you they're treating you like you're you're getting games on welfare. Like they <laughs> they're generally they're generally great value planned games. And you get them on the first and the fifteenth. So they're available on the first and the fifteenth. So I, you know, hey. Here's hoping that um next gen they will they will offer a, a bit more Sony two. Sony two. Here's hoping that
0: well here, let me let me ask you this question.
1: Things a little more incentive.
0: Not that we get too introspective during the new release section of the show. Is there even a point to Games with Gold anymore? Like, like if you shift everyone oh, on yeah. Games Pass, like, <laughs> what the fuck's the point of Games with Gold? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if, like yeah. if you're trying to get everyone in Games Pass, like, take that fucking feature away.
1: Take, take it like, away and, game and pass. force people to get Game Pass. Yeah, because Game Pass, this is just Game Pass. Yeah. Just with, like, crappy games. And and they don't even they don't even offer games with gold anymore, do they? Like if you have it, fine, but you can't go out and I th- get like a you can't go out and renew gold. Can I you? think I think you can. I think you still can. Huh. But can but you do it after you have chosen? After you have no. chosen Game Pass, because I, I don't think uh, now that I had Game Pass and that I let it lapse, my gold lapsed also. I don't. Uh, I don't like the way you're slandering.
0: Uh, Xbox, uh, suggesting that they complicate systems in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> That's just, uh, it just, seems like a bold-faced lie to me. Um, other, other new releases this week. Uh, Spelunky 2 comes to PC uh, today, as it happens. Uh, Walking Dead Onslaught comes to PC and PlayStation VR. Uh, Feather comes to PlayStation and Xbox uh, tomorrow. Uh and then we have Super Mario 35 coming out on Switch on Thursday which I'm looking very forward to to checking out the Mario Battle Royale game. Um you're getting Ease Origin on Switch. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. And then uh Crash Bandicoot 4 comes the PS4 and Xbox. Yo, cr- One.
1: Crash man I I will never understand the love for Crash Bandicoot. I really just don't like. Of all the, and this this isn't just like a mascot platformer thing, right? Like Mm -hmm. I like mascot platformers, depending on the mascot and who's making, who's doing the platforming. But Crash, Crash is just Crash seems like a a relic of the '90s. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, like uh, it's like watching. It would be like watching Ren and Stimpy again. You know what I mean? Like just the <laughs> just a crazy like maybe maybe it's because Crash reminds me a lot of Bubsy. Mm-hmm. And I just I, what are you what are you what are you doing here? You you're not charming. You don't have the the wit and the charm that Ratchet and Clank have. You don't have the je ne sais quoi that Jack and Daxter had. You 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 don't you don't have the the lovableness that that spyro had you just and you're certainly not on the level of like a sonic the hedgehog i mean i know you hate sonic but like I, you have to respect sonics i i respect he's, he's kind of grandfathered in
0: i respect his accomplishments yes in, 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 in the industry yes
1: <laughs> I, i'm not saying i, I, I respect like...
0: what he what he has achieved
1: I'm not saying you got to like big the cat or whatever that thing was. But yeah, you know, you got to give Sonic a little love. But I just never I never got it with uh, Crash Bandicoot. Uh,
0: I also neglected to mention Star Wars Squadrons comes out on Friday as well on PC. What? <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> so if you have play, I think you can play it right now. I'm
1: pretty sure. What? huh? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I thought this game was like I thought this game was like years
0: away. Well, I mean it's Holy it's rele- it's releasing in beta on on Tuesday on Friday. I mean you have to pay sixty dollars to access the beta. <laughs> Yo, cool. But I'm but I'm sure I'm sure that in six months it'll be a full game. <laughs> 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 just based just based on past history with some with EA online games.
1: Wow. Yeah. I really I really boy. Uh, EA games are just like under my under my radar, man. I just So you're not I getting squadrons. Game, I'm right. shocked. I'm shocked you were yeah, able to keep <laughs> your money in
0: your pocket for, for like the first time this fall. It's gotta be some yeah. kind of a record.
1: Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I I, <am> <laughs> I remember
0: I downloaded Battlefront two and it went free on PlayStation with the intent to play some online and I just never I just I downloaded
1: it. it. I downloaded it and I, I jumped in the tutorial and they made me play one of those robots from um, episode 1 mm-hmm. and I was just done. I don't I don't, I don't want to I don't want to play <laughs> I don't want to play one of the robots. Uh, Roger Roger one of those guys. I don't want to play one of them guys. <laughs> uh, and then I probably deleted it cuz I'm never going to play
0: it. Oh, I meant mm-hmm. to I meant to ask you by the way cuz uh, completely complete misnomer um, as far as things that annoy you, have you pet the dog yet in Hades? Uh,
1: no, I have not touched that dog. Uh, have you given it? Have you given like it nectar? Uh, no, I have not given it nectar because fuck that dog. But it's but a dog.
0: But he but he gives you the best like the best early keepsake.
1: What does it do? Gives you extra health.
0: Oh, uh, come. <laughs>
1: Yo, come on, man. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) Oh, that's pretty fucking funny. As
0: as, as, as soon as I saw that dog, I was like, there's no way Mike is going to bond with this dog in this game.
1: No, I fucked that damn dog. (laughs) Last thing I need is a dog with three heads and and it gives you more health. All right. I'm walking around with with 55 HP (laughs) and you're trying to tell me that thing gives me more health, man. All right, I'm, my, my death defiance gives me a whopping 28 <laughs> health. <laughs> you tell me that thing
0: could give me more health. See, your your anti-animal ways have cost you dearly <laughs> in Hades. They prevented your progress from moving forward.
1: I got to bust my ass to find them centaur hearts. <laughs> to, to, man, shit. <laughs> now I'm going to have to pet this damn dog.
0: Oh, man. So yeah, that's your new releases for the week.
1: Go to YouTube.com/slash/densepixels and subscribe. Uh, you can see uh, our wonderful offices and uh, our beautiful faces. And um, look, you're not working anyway, right? You're sitting in front of your computer. You're supposed to be working from home, but you're not really working from home because there are too many distractions, like listening to Dense Pixels. Well, why don't you listen and watch? Just have. Just have your your YouTube open on the window and and just watch us as we talk to you about going to youtube.com slash dance pixels and subscribing. You can subscribe to all the TMP Studios podcasts wherever you get your podcasts, including the Nerd Apocalypse, Black on Black Cinema. For Black on Black Cinema, we just did a movie starring Janelle Monet called Antebellum. And it was a fun episode. I can't wait for you all to hear it. It's not a good movie. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Coming distractions and the weekly preview episode of the Look Forward Political Podcast. Go to densepixels.com slash premium. And for $5 a month or $50 a year, you get access to the premium slate of content, including the airing of grievances, No Time to Bleed, which uh, uh, we need to, well... Uh, i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna mention uh the men with the golden tongues a (laughs) show that is uh always reliable upstage conversation and normally the full episode of the look Forward political podcast now we are taping this the night of the first presidential debate and what look forward is doing is is a special uh by the time you hear this you won't it it won't mean anything to you, but I'm telling you this because this is the type of stuff that you get from this podcast. Uh, It's about politics. And this special is Jay, Brad and Andy kind of doing a riff track on the presidential debate live. So go to listen to look forward, get hooked. And then I have to imagine you guys will probably be doing this for a couple more debates, depending on what the depending on what the debates are. We'll, right?
0: we'll see. We'll see how our psyche holds up after after this first <laughs> one today. the the town the, ta- the town hall debates, which is the next one, are usually really fun because, like, they manage to find people that claim to be like gettable voters, like clay to be like swing voters that haven't decided or undecided voters is is the phrase they always use. Which in this election, in particular. Is it insane fucking
1: (laughs) Right? I mean are you you literally on the right side of history or the wrong side of history? Like which is it? Are you literally on the right side of history or are you a Nazi? Which is it? (laughs) I got a guy down the street from me who is a proud independent voter and has signs in front of his yard talking about how he's an independent voter. And I'm just like, yo, I really I, I And I can't get into a conversation with that guy, whereas Jay is the type of person that will knock on his knock on that stranger's door just to pick a political fight. With him. That's the type of lunatic that you have hosting the Look Forward political podcast, and you are going to want to listen to it. Go to this. So I,
0: I wish Terrence was here because uh, he I'm sure would have some things to say about the latest No Man's Sky update that was just released. It's called Origins. Uh, millions of new planets have been added to the game uh, among the quadrillions of planets that already exist within it. Uh, there's a lot more biome diversity on the planets, which was a big sticking point early on in the game's um, development. And there's sandworms, Micah. There's sandworms. here. This is another one I really, really wish I could get back to No Man's Sky at some point, but there's just too many other games that keep coming out that don't give me a fucking chance to be able to, like, Pick this game up for a month and see the things that they've done, right.
1: which would be great. Um, would you have to start over? Yes. Like, oh, yes. Are you oh, so yes. far gone? A
0: hundred percent, yes. There's there's no way I could pick up. Like, like I did a couple of years, like two years ago, once the first, like, they had a couple smaller updates. But when the first major update came out, I did jump back in the game for an afternoon. Um, and I was so lost not not only not having played for two years but also with the changes that had been made in the time since I had since I had bounced um <laughs> so that was that was fun again for we've we said it before we'll say it again arguably um the greatest reclamation story that I can think of in at least modern video game history this game came out 4 years ago if you can believe it jesus and they've just been diligently ago. putting out extreme content updates um every you know six months to you know six to nine months
1: since then well this game is not for me (laughs) uh (laughs) i uh i can appreciate the fact that they they put out a turd and they decided you know what we we kind of are our reach exceeded our grasp And we need to retool. And they did it. And bigger studios um, with bigger games Mm -hmm. don't do that or they they give a half-ass job. And, um, you know, you you might be like, well, you can't really compare. You know, this is a much smaller game. Well, those bigger studios have way more resources to pull Mm -hmm. from if they really want to turn this thing around. Not since Final Fantasy XIV, A Realm Reborn Mm -hmm. has a video game did a complete 180, and and now people love it. So good on them.
0: I can't wait till Anthem gets there one day.
1: (laughs) That's exactly who I was thinking of.
0: (laughs) I'll wait with bated breath. Oh, can you believe it's been like a year since they're like, we're going back to the drawing board on Anthem, and there really hasn't been anything yeah, since then? Yeah. So,
1: yeah, which is uh, fine.
0: I mean, if there's nothing to show, then don't show anything.
1: Yeah, I think they're just trying to make, trying to see if we all kind of forget about it at this <laughs> point. <laughs> Look, I I we, everyone... we'll, we'll
0: forget about it real quick if you put out another, like, good Mass Effect game.
1: Uh, you know, you, you know the rumor, right? That yeah, the Mass Effect trilogy is like, if like they're like, yeah, we wanted to put it out, but Mass Effect One is still <laughs> Mass Effect One, so <laughs> we gotta really retool that. And uh, you know what? That's fine. Focus on that. Focus yeah, on that. I would agree. Anthem will be there.
0: Um. So Xbox or Microsoft rather announced the price of the Series X expansion card, which is. Essentially, their hard drive upgrade for the console. Um, so here's the thing: it's $220, $220 for a one-terabyte storage expansion card. Now, it's solid state, so it's going to be expensive. Um, it's the only expansion, according to Seagate, who makes it, that, quote, replicates the Xbox Velocity architecture. Whatever the hell that's supposed to mean. <laughs> This this generation is blast processing, I I suppose. Oh, my God. (laughs) So here's the thing, though. If you want to play your Xbox One Series X games, you can either install them on the console's solid-state hard drive or this $220 expansion. A USB external hard drive is not fast enough Because they don't use the new, I don't know what the PCIe 4.0 standard is, but they don't use that. They use 3.0. So you can back up your games onto a USB drive, even a solid state USB drive, but you cannot actually run games off them as well. So if you do want to expand your storage and be able to actually run games off of it, you have to buy this $220 upgrade. Now you can run your Xbox One and previous generation games off the USB hard drive. So maybe that's the solution is you just install your series X games on your console and you use your USB drive for your, you know, retro games as it were. Um, that seems pricey and people were, were quick to, they were quick to throw stones. Um, number one, I would imagine that Sony is going to be in a similar boat using this new this new hardware standard. So, you know, just the Tom Hanks meme. Wait. <laughs> and Samsung announced um what their Evo 980 solid state drive, which uses this new standard, and their one terabyte version of that is 230. So that's actually a little bit cheaper. Uh or actually a little bit more expensive than this Xbox drive uh is. So I don't know what the solution is here. Memory is always one of the most expensive components of any console computer whatever um that's just kind of how it goes so i'm i don't know like i was put off by the price at first once i learned a little bit more about it um i was less put off but i'm still kind of put off because 220 dollars to expand your memory by one terabyte is a lot of fucking money
1: yeah man um first of all screw everyone (laughs) who thinks that i'm just gonna run out and buy this like i Uh, Look, I will spend some money, but I'm not. I'm not. I don't. I. I, It's not that bad. Like that. I can't wait. And and here's the
0: thing. Storage. Here's the thing. Here's the other thing too. So I have a solid state drive for my PS4. Right. It's 500 gigs. Between that solid state drive, which I keep the games that I play the most on, and the one terabyte of storage that's on my PS4 Pro. I'm good. Like, like I don't have any, I'm not running out of space. And if I need to make space for another game, I delete something that I haven't played in 12 months that's right. still sitting on there. I never under, I've never i never quite understood people that are insistent on having all of their games right there at their fingertips, even if you haven't played it in, like, three years. I don't understand that, that mindset because you can delete it and re-download it later. It's not like it's gone forever. Yes, you have to wait right. for it to download, and you have to plan that out in advance. But I'd rather do that on the small occasions that that has to happen than spend $220 on an external storage unit to, to, to double my storage.
1: Yeah, man. Like, I don't um, – like, I, I am in 100% agreement with you. Like, I get it, right? Like, we are – we live on the coast, and, you know, we we have – slightly faster internet than let's say people who live in Winnemucca, Nevada. But you know, at the same time, you're 100 percent right. Like I'm not gonna rush out to to spend all this money on extra storage space mm-hmm. when the game is still right there. It's not like and you delete the game, you're not deleting your your, your game safe. Right. You know what I mean? So the price I I get that I get it. You know, I, but I'm, I'm, and I want ex- expanded storage, but I don't want it enough that I'm just going to rush out and buy the, buy this thing. I'm going to wait for, I'm going to wait a couple, like I did with the, with these systems. I'm going to wait a couple years mm-hmm. until the technology is a little more ubiquitous and, and, and just get a third party that's yeah.
0: compatible. Yeah. And, and, that, and that's the thing, like that standard will get applied to USB at some point. Apparently we'll have USB four i'm sure that'll have faster transfer speeds and all that jazz so it's it like you said it's just a waiting game um to get to that point but again if you want to be an early adopter and drop 220 on a chip that you plug into your xbox so that you have two terabytes of storage we can't stop you
1: i mean how about how, it must suck for people who want this and bought like the series s because they're thinking oh yeah i'm just gonna get this this what is the series s 300 bucks yeah. Yeah, I'm just gonna get this $300 console. That's all I need. Oh, but I do want that extra storage space. Whoa! <laughs> now I'm spending $500. Yeah.
0: So, uh, Farmville is shutting down on December 31st. There's not a whole lot to say about this because we are obviously not Farmville players on this podcast. But Farmville's notable because it's among the like original games that really uh, reached out into. The quote non gamer market that kind of made gamers of a lot of folks who didn't typically play games before. Uh, of course, Farmville made by Zynga uh, very popular, the first like huge Facebook game that blew up. Um, so I, I figured we'd mention it uh, in 2009 when it released. It had 73 million monthly active users that year, oh. which is uh, which is very impressive. Uh, and also, kind of ushered in a lot of this uh, this free to play or this fee to pay era, as uh as some people coin it that real that really took off when fucking like Candy Crush and shit like that um, yeah. came to phones. So, uh, good for Farmville. I don't know anyone that still plays that game. Uh, Farmville two apparently still going to exist, so no worries there. You can play that on your phone. Um, so, but Farmville one is getting sunsetted end of this year. Any any thoughts for Farmville, Micah?
1: I forgot Farmville existed, and I didn't. I did not know there was a Farmville too. Yeah. So.
0: again, it's not really it's not really our neighborhood of the uh, of the gaming world. So, but again, a notable story nonetheless. Uh, finally, in the quick news, uh, Google, despite the litigation going between Apple and Epic Games right now, doubling down on the thirty percent pay cut next year. Uh, Basically, they are now going to be requiring any developers who have their games in the Google Play Store uh, to do all of their purchases through the Google Play Marketplace. It's a bigger deal for Google because they have a little bit less control over this than most people do because on Android you can get apps from other places that aren't the Google Play Store. Um, It's not quite as locked down as Apple is. Uh, That includes games as well. And for a while, for pretty much up until next year, if you've downloaded a game from a third-party site and sideloaded it onto your Android phone, um, any online purchases through that game typically go directly to the developer. Uh, Apparently, that is not going to be the case any longer. If the game is listed in the Play Store, then all Android purchases, regardless of where you get the game from, uh, has to come through Google. Uh, Again, interesting to take this stance now in the midst of this litigation uh going on between Apple and Epic Games. Um but of course we're probably not gonna get a decision on that case for quite some time. So Google uh making their stance very clear here in this in this instance.
1: All right. Uh that's it for the quick news. Um, uh the ad read. The ad read. Go <laughs> go to Ah <laughs> uh, Oh, I messed it up. When you go to for all of your Amazon purchases, you help the show out. Uh, It's the easiest way to help the show. And you don't pay anything extra. So please, if you would, go to for all of your Amazon purchases. <laughs> Would have been better if I didn't fuck if up. If you didn't weekend.
0: fuck that up upfront, front. So for, yeah. for those what, what, what language was that in?
1: Oh uh, that was in French.
0: That was in French. So for those who don't speak French, the link is com slash Amazon. For the for those not Johnny uh that are listening <laughs> listening out there. <laughs> How will Micah Destroy the ad read next week. You'll have to. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, Speaking of Amazon, uh, they have dropped, they've, they've revealed their cloud streaming service that we knew was coming. Uh, It's called Luna and it's already better than Google Stadia. (laughs) Essentially. So, Here's the deets that we have so far. Um, It's going to be available on Android, iOS, PC, Mac, and Fire TV. Uh, It's going to be $5.99 a month. And for $5.99 a month, you can get two simultaneous streams at 4K 60 FPS, according to them. Mm -hmm. Um, They've revealed some of the games that are going to be available from the get-go on the service uh, of Note. Bloodstained, Resident Evil 7, uh, Rhyme, Control, looking here, Luminez. I'm always gonna call it Luminez when I see it. Uh go. Grid Shadow Tactics. Uh not not a hugely impressive slate of games. What a
1: weird amalgamation of games. Yeah.
0: It seems kind of random. Uh that's just a small smattering. Uh there's gonna be over a hundred titles to play. Uh, And unlike Google Stadia, where you have to buy individual titles to add to your library, uh, this is more like a Game Pass subscription where these are just all included in your $6 a month membership.
1: Do they uh, cycle out?
0: That I don't know. They have not mentioned that. They just said that these are what's going to be available uh, at launch. Uh, And, of course, the other thing that Amazon is going to be leveraging with this service is integration with Twitch. Uh, According to them, you'll be able to see Twitch streams for games within the Luna service. And from Twitch, you'll be able to start playing Luna games. Basically, it's a very similar feature set to what Google Stadia does with YouTube. Uh, Because, you know, we can't just use the controllers we have. There is going to be uh, a Luna controller that is coming out. Now, you can use a Bluetooth controller. Um, You can use mouse and keyboard if you want to. Uh, But apparently, the Luna controller will have much lower latency uh, than any other option available on the market by like 17 to 30 milliseconds reduction of latency, which in certain games is a significant reduction in latency when you're talking about controllers.
1: Yeah, Uh, it looks like like I already own a Luna controller.
0: Why, it looks like that I own a Luna (laughs) controller (laughs) as well. Yes, as the internet was quick to point out, uh, this controller... (laughs) looks remarkably similar to a Nintendo <laughs> Switch Pro controller like in 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 so many ways like i get that there i get that there's only so many ways that you can skin a cat as the phrase goes but like even to the point where like the grips on the controller are like you know offset from the finish of the of the main body of the controller in a very right, similar like fashion <So>. So again, if you if you like your Switch Pro controller, it stands the reason that you will also like the Luna controller. Um, it's going to cost fifty dollars if you uh, if you want to pick up one of those things. Uh, it's in early access right now. You can request access to it. Uh, and again, if you get in, you're only paying five ninety nine a month. Uh, currently, ten eighty is the only streaming available. They say four K is quote coming soon to uh, to that. Now, the the really interesting thing, and I think this is getting short shift. Is so they have the Luna service. And then aside from that, coming soon is the Ubisoft channel coming to the Luna service. Now, according to this, the Ubisoft channel will get you unlimited hours of play, I'm assuming with just Ubisoft games, uh, ultimate editions with DLC with for select titles, uh, up to 1080p, 4K, 60fps, uh, stream on one device at a time, play on PC, Mac, Fire TV. And web apps for iPhone and iPad. Uh very notable there because oh actually Luna works the same way. So apparently no native support on iPhone and iPad, which is not surprising because Apple's probably gating that, I would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. but yeah, so so apparently it seems like they're almost treating Luna like streaming TV services. So like I have YouTube TV, right? I pay you know, 65 a month or however much it is, to get access to a normal slate of, like, cable channels. And then if I want to, there's premium channels like HBO and Showtime and Cinemax and premium sports networks and stuff like that that you can pay additional for on top of that to get access to those channels in in particular. It looks like that's the same model that we're seeing here with Luna where you can pay your $6 a month and then for an additional fee, you can get the Ubisoft channel. And then maybe later you can get the EA channel. And maybe later you can get like the Capcom channel so that you can access their games unlimited for free. Now, on one hand, that kind of sucks that you'd pay extra for that stuff, that it's not part of the regular service. But on the other hand, it's a more a la carte way to handle it. So you can only play for the publishers whose games you actually give a shit about. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know how good or bad it is. I guess it's gonna come down to how much it costs.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to come down to how much it costs, and so that means no Ubisoft titles are going to be available through the base I, program.
0: I would presume that that's the case. And doing a quick scan of the games that they I mean, showed that in this sucks. in this image, um, I don't see any Ubisoft titles sitting out.
1: I mean, that uh, you know that that kind of sucks because like the the mainstream gamer. Mm -hmm. plays games from big publishers you know and and maybe this isn't for the mainstream gamer i guess but um at the same time like i get like them trying to make money i like i see both sides of it Mm -hmm. but um i don't know i just and i'm not here you know Everything has to be consumer friendly. Like, no, like I'm I'm aware that these companies want to make money and they're doing this <laughs> stuff because they make money. They don't give a fuck about us. Like they, they care about what we're willing to spend. But at the same time, uh, it feels like it feels like it's a little too much. But again, if this is for the person that just kinda wants to, you know, fuck around with a couple video games mm-hmm. every once in a while then I get it, right? But if you're just the kind of person that wants to fuck around with a couple of video games every once in a while, I don't see you buying the Ubisoft channel.
0: But here's another way you can kind of treat this, though, right? So, like, let's say the Ubisoft channel, for sake of argument, is $10 a month, which would seem steep, but let's just say that it is just for shits and grins. And Assassin's Creed Valhalla comes out. And you know you're going to want to play Assassin's Creed Valhalla, but you you know you're also only going to play it for, like, two months, right? before you kind of get tired of it or move on to the next thing. In some way, it's kind of cost effective to pay $20 to pay a Creed Valhalla for two months than it is to, you know?
1: Yeah. But if you're going in with the mindset of, I want to buy this, this, this story driven experience, and I'm only going to play it for a couple of months, whether I beat it or not, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like if you have like if you know you're going to burn through this game all right and but it just seems like a like a hassle right because it's like all right well I can get this I can I can I can activate the account then I can wait for the game to come out play the game burn through it then deactivate it oh hey here's the new watch dogs let me reactivate the account try to burn through it and then quit it I don't know it just seems like it's it just seems like a a, a lot I mean, I understand what uh, my mind grasps what they're doing. Mm -hmm. I I just because I wouldn't do it and I don't personally know anyone who would. Not that that's evidence of anything, but because I don't personally know anyone who would. It just seems silly to me.
0: But yeah, we'll have to see. Like I said, I but already kind of it does feel like that they are more in tune with what people are expecting services like this to be than stadia is i still can't understand paying sixty dollars for games on stadia like that for some reason that doesn't compute with me and i get it and i get it but i don't know
1: yeah it seems like uh amazon is treating this thing like a roku (laughs) and uh which kind of makes you know it kind of makes sense uh we're stadia. I, like you said, I don't I don't know I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. From stadia. Um not much. I don't know what you people are doing, <laughs> but uh you're asking us a lot of questions and we're gonna try to answer some of them. Trey says now that the Miz of all people is in a licensed golf game. Is he outside in is, of- is
0: he in PJ PGA two K twenty one or whatever the fuck that's called? I didn't hear is about he? that, I guess what now now you're having us both googling live on the show
1: right sorry um and now that the miz of all people is in a licensed golf game outside of the wwe is it time to give that man his flowers look i um i i've always found mike Mizanin to be an interesting guy i've never hated him uh even back way back on on the real world in in new york uh, I never hated him. Uh, he always seemed like a, a nice guy. He just seemed like a product of like whiteness for lack of a better term, right? Like He, he seemed like a guy who grew up not knowing any, anybody that wasn't white. And now that he has been now that he's gone out of his sleepy Ohio town, he seems like just a nice enough guy, and yeah. and he's a he's a decent wrestler. He's he's above average on the mic.
0: Um. So here. So here's here's what. So apparently he's not in the game. Okay. Um, I was about to say. I apparently, apparently Shooter McGavin is though. So fucking a. <laughs> what the world? It's amazing. No, apparently, this this happened because Miz did an interview, um, where he talked. He he said. He was so he was working with justin Thomas who's the number one ranked golfer in the world right now and he said that if you get if the miss said if you if justin Thomas gave him thirty strokes that he could beat him in golf and justin Thomas says no you no you can't now 30 strokes is a lot of strokes so a so lot, just dude so just, just 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 to give you the so justin thomas on 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 an average golf course. Is probably like so. Par for most for pretty much any golf course is 72 strokes, right? The best golfer in the world, depending on the course, because it's going to vary from course to course, probably would shoot like a 65 or a 66. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like six or seven strokes under par. So that means the Miz would have to shoot like a nine, be able to shoot like a 95 in order to beat him. And if the Miz is as good of a golfer, like, like as, as a, as a weekend duffer would be like one, but one that's good. So like for context, like, like an enthusiast, right? my father-in-law once got hit, once got down like to where he averaged an 85. Now the courses that he plays on, not as difficult as like PGA caliber courses in most cases, some of the courses, yeah, but not so much. But I think the Miz, like if, if the Miz is as good as golf at, at golf as he claims to be, if that is very possible with 30 strokes. Yes, that is absolutely possible to do that.
1: Golf is um, like, don't sleep on golf, man. Golf is a really hard game and it is, uh and you have to be fit to play it. Like I, I've done two 18 rounds of uh, 18 holes of golf before, not, not back to back or anything, but like on two separate occasions and my back was killing me, man. <laughs> And and I suck, dude. Like maybe maybe that's part of it is because I am terrible at, at all sport. Um, but it is it is a game that is that is it it wears on your body, man. Like I get like I get why people have caddies. I get why people ride around in those golf carts, man. Because if you got to huff it after like tweaking your back like and and like the golfing position is not a natural position for the body to be in no so it is just golf is a fun game man but it's
0: i really miss it i haven't played in like i haven't played around in like two years i i I used to play pretty frequently like i used to go out like seven or eight times a year on average um but it's definitely has gone away from me a little bit and i really do miss it because i love
1: golfing it's it's a fun game, man. It's a fun game, but don't think you're just gonna roll up in there and be like, all right, let's. Just <laughs> like, like, man, no, man. Well, that's a, so.
0: Me. That that being said, I've i I have a couple friends who were just naturally talented at golf. Like 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 my like a friend of mine. We took him out once, and it was the first time he'd ever played, and he shot like a 105, which Damn. is which is stupid. <laughs> it, it took <laughs> it took me a long time to get to get to that fucking level of skill. I was really mad that he just came out and fucking did it. So.
1: It got to the point where we were just like, you know what? Let's just not count. Let's just, let's just have fun. <laughs> Well, you get there eventually. Let's just have fun, guys. You get there eventually. <laughs> uh, Johnny says, Jay Uso was 35. Rest in peace. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to watch. Uh, what was is it? Was it Battleground? Uh, uh, no, Night,
0: Night of Champions. Night of
1: Champions. I yeah. didn't get a chance to, uh, to watch it. But what I hoped uh, is that, and I haven't really. Um, been paying attention to wrestling news lately but uh what i hope is that uh roman reigns came in there and it was a squash match it right? was like, it
0: was not a squash match but what we got was very good um heel uh, roman reigns uh is everything we hoped heel roman reigns would be and more uh in many <laughs> ways so the 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 summation of this and i'll i'll go through it quick so Jey Uso gave him a very competitive match um the the tide turned when after a frog splash, um, Roman Reigns kicked out of the pin attempt. But when he kicked out, I've never seen this before, and I can't believe in you know all the all the years of professional wrestling that I've watched. This is the first time someone's ever thought to do this. When he kicked out of the pin, Roman Reigns had his arm in between like Jey Uso's legs because Jey Uso was laid across him for the pin, and he low blow Jey Uso out of the sight of the referee at on the kickout. Which 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 was an which was an excellent way. I've never seen anyone do that before. Um, and then what happened is he basically he he would not end the match until Jay Uso like paid fealty to him, like basically had to like kiss the ring, like he's like he's like call me the tribal chief. He's like he's like say it, and then Jay Uso's like I'm not, I'm not not today, Uso, not today. Like even though he like had got the shit kicked out of him. And so he just started laying forearms in his fucking face while he's on the ground. And then the, the the best part, this goes on. The referee is trying to pull him off. He turned around to Charles Robinson, like, "Get the fuck away from me! Like I'm going to do whatever the hell I want to do because this yeah. is my ring." And and so, like even Paul Heyman was like, "You're the tribal chief," and he's like, "I want him to say it. I don't care. Like I don't I don't <laughs> want you to say. it. I want him to say it." So the and again the the best part is Jimmy Uso. Then comes like Jimmy Uso is recovering from from a ACL injury, so he and he's still a couple months away. He comes limping down the ring with a with a towel in his hand, and and of course you know Jey Uso being the being the uh, errant babyface, like pleased with his brother not to throw the towel in. And Roman Reigns is like you like he's like he's like he'll tell you what he's like, I'll stop if you come in and say it. And he and and Jey was like no don't do it don't do it bro. you know don't do it Uso. don't do it. And so like again he's smashing fucking four. And again this is his fucking cousin. Or it like it basically his brother. Right. Like, <laughs> like like IRL. And and it's uh and, and so finally, like after watching this for like two minutes, like uh Jimmy Uso finally throws the talons, So they end the match, and Jimmy Uso like comes in, like dives on top of Jay and covers him up and he and fi- and he finally like, You're the tribal chief. He's like he's he's like, You're it, he's like, You got it. And, and Roman Reigns is like, That's all I wanted. See you. Like and that, that was and that was how yeah, it's 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 I, I love it. Yeah, it's pretty good
1: i love it it's now, pretty look, good <laughs> on, on the one hand i i wish crowds were back right? yeah because the crowd plays well uh, in, in a this ring. in this
0: case it but worked out okay because case. you got to hear the dialogue in the ring properly
1: which and, worked for
0: this specific moment
1: and in, in this case um I, i'm glad crowds are not here because they they want to establish roman reigns as a heel mm-hmm. And the crowd would not, will not, they would Becky Lynch it, right? They wouldn't (laughs) have it. They're like, this is all we've ever wanted. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Asshole moment. Like they would, they would, no, they wouldn't have, it. they would, they would cheer him. And WWE specifically wants to make him a bad guy. So, which is why he's beating the shit out of his family for God's sakes. Uh, So, yes, I'm, I'm glad that crowds on here so that the story is able to be told the way it is supposed the way the writers intend for it to be told uh eric says top three roguelikes road lights uh um hades 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 <laughs> um, so
0: so there there are so here for, for honorable mention dead well, the, cells well the top the top 2 we're gonna be probably for most people are probably gonna be hades and dead cells and whatever. Whatever order you want to put them in, I would think at this point most people are probably putting Hades yeah, on top. It is. Um, my number two would be Slay the Spire. Very different type of game, um, but for me, it's it's fucking great.
1: For me, myself personally, my number two would be Rogue Legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a cute story, and it's you know like you're this you're the descendant of the previous person. So you inherit most of their abilities being their direct descendant, but you also have like their, their, you know, one of their faults or you inherit a fault of your own. And, and it, it's a way that keeps the each one fresh. Uh, I really enjoyed that game. Gustavo says, uh, Brad, what premier league team would you assign to Micah, Terrence and carry based on their personality slash video game preference? This
0: is the best, uh, soccer-related question that Gustavo has ever asked on this podcast before. <laughs> um, so Mike is the easiest to figure out here because Micah throws money around when it comes to video games and always has to get, like, the hottest new thing on the market all the time. Like, wh- whatever the best, coolest new thing uh, that, that exists, no matter what the cost Mike is going to splash the cash. Even if he doesn't, even if he ends up regretting the purchase at some point down the road, he's still going to spend the money. Micah undoubtedly is Chelsea football club. (laughs) 100%. Like there, there is no, there is no doubt in my mind that Micah is Chelsea uh, through and through uh, for, with, with, with no, no shock at all. Terrence is a little trickier. Uh, Terrence, I would, I would put his proclivities uh to be more of like like Terrence is gonna be more down with like like your niche clubs, like like your indie clubs, let's say. Um, but still someone that's gonna be playing on the on the newest hardware. Like he's not gonna go play on a fucking Switch or, you know, play a retro game or anything like that. Like Terrence still wants to be in the top league, but he's but he's he's gonna be a little bit more quirky. He's gonna he's gonna look for that diamond in the rough. Terrence is Leicester City Football Club? Ter- Terrence is Leicester City. He's he's the he's he's surprisingly he he gets the most value out of his game purchases that he possibly can.
1: Uh, I I I spelled Leicester the way that you think <laughs> I would spell Leicester.
0: <laughs> not 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 the English way
1: or the British the British probably. way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, why is there an I here and a C?
0: What well, what is going on here? <laughs> now, Carrie is easily um, the toughest one of these to to kind of suss out. Um, my inclination is to make sure that she ends up with a team uh, with a lot of Asian influence in it, especially in, like, ownership and stuff like that. But, see, the problem is that there's not a lot of Asian-owned teams in the league right now. Like, most of the, most of the folks that are buying in the Premier League are from, like, the Middle East stuff like that. Um so Carrie's a little bit tougher. There's also no really like super cute mascots that ex- that 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 are aside from Chirpy, which is the mascot of Tottenham Hotspur, of course. Chirpy's the best. Um and I w- and I would not relegate Carrie to to Arsenal, uh who has Gunnersaurus, who is a terrible <laughs> mascot. Um I have to think on Carrie's a little bit. Like I said, you you, you kind of you kind of caught me on the spot as far as this well, one goes.
1: Well, uh now that you said that, Chelsea will be my team from now on.
0: I th- I'm I'm sorry for you. That that's that it that has to be that way. Um there's no joy in rooting for Chelsea Football Club. There's no joy. Like it's it's like rooting for the Yankees. It's no fun. Like like when they, like when they lose you're disappointed because they should have won. And when the, and then when they win, it's like well, of course we have all the best players. Of course we should have won.
1: So there, there's there's
0: there's no there's no joy. There's no joy at all. In, uh, there's in no running, in uh, there's for no Chelsea. pain.
1: You you to be a sports fan, you gotta you, you gotta have to have the
0: pain. the the pain makes the success mean something <laughs> at the end of the day. Actually, you know what? Carry carry is is Newcastle because Newcastle is is a club that has to be has to be frugal with their purses. They have to look for good, really good players in, in weird places. And they, and they find some quirky guys. Um, But they occasionally get the, the odd big name. Carrie, Carrie will occasionally play like the big triple A game. And also they're shithousers. And Carrie and is, is an incredible shithouser for sure. So yeah, I, I would, I would probably say Newcastle um, would be, would be carry's club.
1: That's a well, great question. I, would, I
0: love, I love, I love assigning Premier League teams to people based on personality.
1: <laughs> I uh, I look forward to continue to uh, win all the soccer bouts.
0: Uh, <laughs> Tottenham Hotspur beat Chelsea Football Club today, by the way. So that's I don't I don't know if uh,
1: uh, well you know what that's my team now because I need a I need a rivalry. I need a rivalry. <laughs> we 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 get along so well. We need something to butt heads with. This is gonna be it. You and your damn <laughs> uh, blue quail birds or whatever the hell you are. Fish i'm 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 a i'm a dragon holding a key i don't know but i'll figure it (laughs) out i gotta do my research i'll figure it out jay says what's the quality of ping pong ball they used for ray mysterio's eye to make his story more believable or less uh or does the quality um there's nothing about the story that makes it believable because they already did it perfectly back when his son was a wee lad (laughs) um, (laughs) with with eddie guerrero and uh they had a whole you are not the father thing they had a whole paternal angle with him already uh and now they're just doing it with his daughter i think
0: yeah she's getting involved she's getting into the mix so So, yeah no they already did it they already did it and and um i will i will say it's pretty it's pretty funny so because of the because of the COVID situation, they're sticking with feuds longer term than they normally do, but they're not yeah. doing the slow build to the culmination. They're just running the feud for like four months, and yeah, that's not just, good.
1: They're they're doing the, They're having the culmination at the same point they would normally have it, and now they're just we're we're just gonna keep great right, like like Apollo Cruz has been
0: fighting the hurt business for like five months, literally. Right. Like like and, they, and, and there and there's and there's no apparent end in sight. Like they just keep butting heads with each other. And just like like, just like move on. <laughs> like like move on like, to something else. Rey Mysterio lost an eyeball, yo. Like yeah. that's
1: that's pretty much like that's it, yo. Right. Like, and months it.
0: and months later we're still finding new and exciting ways to to evolve the Seth Rollins uh feud <laughs> with him. So
1: Rashawn says with uh John Q Rambo coming to Mortal Kombat, is it the perfect time to play it? Um I didn't see anything about this, um, he, but uh, he posts a link that uh, they are reportedly uh, adding Rambo, um, which would make sense if anyone has seen that last Rambo movie. Mm-hmm. He literally performs a Mortal Kombat fatality.
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty funny how the Rambo character from from Rambo movie one to Rambo movie five has evolved or devolved in this case, really. Like if you're yeah. really, really if you're really assigning something to it. Like Rambo in First Blood used to be a really compelling character. And they kind of yeah. kept that going in Rambo too, except he just killed a lot more guys. Um with Reckless Man. And then once you got to Rambo three, like shit went off the fucking rails.
1: Yeah, they just kind of forgot Rambo. that, you know, Rambo was supposed to be a commentary on how we treat uh, vets from Vietnam man. Like he was a tortured soul. And, uh, no, no, it's just a fucking killing machine. Killing's (laughs) as easy as breathing, guys. Like, what the fuck? Like, yo, you're... (laughs) And then he literally, like, spoiler alert, I guess, he cut a guy's rib cage open and pulled out his beating heart, dude. Like, that's literally a Kano fatality.
0: I, uh, I really like First Blood. First Blood's one of my favorite, like, probably, probably in, like, my top 25 movies. It's definitely not in my top 10. But it's up. It's up in that top twenty-five.
1: It's a good movie, man. And then they just like by 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 the what was it? Rambo four. He was just he was on a fifty cow, just mowing people down. <laughs> and then and then Rambo say, five. Say, say say what you will
0: about Rambo four. Some of the best like action movie gore that I've seen in any movie ever.
1: Oh, absolutely! <laughs> I remember we did a no time to bleed on it. You know, the 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 fun, lighthearted show where we where we talk about action <laughs> movies that are like, Whoa, that was cool, that was amazing, and fucking psycho ass Terrence picked Rambo and he was like, Killing's as easy as breathing. <laughs> like, Jesus, dude. And then fucking Rambo five, he rips up guys beating heart out. Like I get it, like, but at the same time I, st- like, I still haven't oh, watched John
0: Rambo yet. I don't know if I want to. Whew.
1: You, you do. You went for it. You went for something. <laughs> Cam says WWE is doing their draft next week. Could you if you could pick two people from each brand and switch them to another one, which would you pick to move from Raw SmackDown to Kinect? T? I couldn't tell you right now. Yeah, I couldn't tell you right now. I would have to I would have to really think on that. Johnny says, since many of you are Mass Effect fans, what are you expecting from the remastered trilogy? Bare minimum cash grab or decent Uh, to great upgrades i mean apparently these are the great (laughs) upgrades well i so
0: so i i'm i'm expecting the bare minimum cash grab i'm hoping to be pleasantly surprised by decent upgrades i don't think you're gonna get great upgrades i think you're gonna get decent upgrades
1: if if they as long as they rehaul mass effect Mm one i love mass effect one i really do man like in terms of story like it's the simplest without getting too crazy, right? As much mm. as I love Mass Effect 2, Shepard dies and comes back to life through nanomachines from the elusive man, and they fight a and they fight a baby Terminator Reaper that's 20 feet tall at the end of it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like the first Mass Effect is 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 great at story. I I want I want uh, an overhauled Mass Effect and cut down on all that mako bullshit. That's what I want. And if I get that, I will be happy with whatever they do with Mass Effect 2 and Mass Effect 3. Um, Malcolm says, do you prefer charge characters or command inputs? Also, it's funny how the Fiend's catchphrases let me in when, in fact, it's that what he... I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm stroking out. Uh, also, <laughs> it's funny how the, the Fiend's catchphrases let me in when, in fact, isn't that what he did with JoJo? Uh, oh, 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 damn.
0: Oh damn! Uh, (laughs) Uh, uh, Me me and Mike are going to differ here. I'm I'm a command input guy.
1: I am I am a charge guy, but um, I am a charge character that with with that that their special moves uh, are charge projectiles. Mm -hmm. If that makes any sense, I don't I don't like I, I can play with Honda, but I don't prefer throwing my body at the person. Right. Mm. Because I'm a turtle character. I'm a I'm a I'm a keep, you know, my distance kind of guy, which is why I generally play uh Guile, Charlie, Remy, uh those type of characters uh are the ones I pick. If I do uh pick a command character, it's it's uh it's a shoto. Like it's not gonna be uh some weird hybrid like Chun li or or you know, somebody like that. It's it's a Shoto. And uh, but no, I'm a charge character person. Um and Amir says, Have you guys watched the Console Wars documentary yet? If not, it's a pretty good doc. You need CBS All Access. <laughs> you need <laughs> CBS All Access.
0: Um, I did watch uh, it because I had I still had a free trial of CBS All Access waiting for me. So I activated just for that. Um it's fine. It remind it's done in a very similar style as the high score uh, docu series that just came out on Netflix recently. Um, mm-hmm. like to the point where I wondered if some of the same people are involved, especially in like the, the, like the vignettes that they had, um, yeah. in between. Um, it's an interesting documentary. I'm not, I'm not entirely buying into how they framed it. Um, Mike, essentially you have not seen this yet. I assume. No. So it's about the, the battle between, um Sega and Nintendo. It's basically about Sega's um come up in the early 90s with Genesis and then eventual flameout in the in the mid 90s with the Saturn. Um it frames Tom Kalinske in a very heroic light. Um which is fine cuz Tom Kalinske's uh, an alright dude um and he was the face of of Sega at the time. Um but it it's it's kind of it's kind of framed as like a like like an underdog story in some ways. When Tom Kalinske, before he worked for Sega, was the guy who came up with Flintstones Vitamins and reinvigorated the Barbie toy line and created He-Man. So it's not like Tom Kalinske was working from you know, for, right. for a position of not being <laughs> successful. Um, they just needed to get someone that knew what the fuck they were doing into Sega, and that's exactly what they did. So, but like I said, the it, it's framed as like you know, oh, the, uh, scrappy upstart Sega. You know, makes it big against ruthless, you know, domineering Nintendo, who had an iron claw grip on the console market in the in the early nineties because they reinvigorated video games. And Nintendo's kind of portrayed as like this overbearing, like monopolistic <laughs> company, which they, they kind of were in some ways, but <laughs> it's it kind of frames them as unnecessarily uh, harsh. I guess you could say I don't. I don't think that guys like Howard Lincoln and especially Peter Maynard are going to be too, um, too happy with how they were portrayed in this documentary. I guess you can say, um, but and then they they kind of gloss over how badly Sega fucked up. Um, yeah, with was, the Saturn. Saying,
1: yeah, like, like, let's not. You know, it's not that Nintendo. It's not all Nintendo. Like fucking. Nintendo's not the 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 Unicron, right?
0: Right, like no. <laughs> like like if like, if you want if you want a much more fleshed out look at how the Saturn launch was so badly botched by Sega, um, go watch the gaming historian on YouTube. I think did a whole video about the Sega Saturn, and it kind of details the launch of the system, how Sega Japan, and that's one of things. Like Sega Japan is framed as a villain as well because the Sega Japan did a lot of stupid fucking shit. In, in in the '90s, including like stealth like, launching the Saturn at E3, <laughs> and they and they showed, of course, they they showed my one of my favorite E3 moments, which we've talked about in the show before, which is Steve Race, formerly of Sega, now the president of Sony America, um or Sony Entertainment America, when he when he comes up on the stage, uh, right in front of all the Sega execs during the PlayStation presentation, and and just literally walks up on stage and is like. Two ninety nine, and then walks away <laughs> to, to like, <laughs> like a cheering crowd. And for Saturn had just launched it at 400 So So um, it's a good documentary. It's worth burning your all-access free trial on if you have not done so yet. I don't know that it's worth spending $10 for a month of CBS all-access to watch. Um, I would much more recommend checking out the high-scored docuseries that was on Netflix. I don't know if it still is there, but that was very good.
1: Is it, uh, is it good or is it like? Does it give you some? Does it give you anything that you don't already know? That's what I get. No, there. Confused. Well, some
0: some of some of the stories with high score were ones that I had never really heard of before, um, okay. and then some of the ones that they did talk about that they shed more light on, they did have nuggets of information that I was not uh, that I was not necessarily privy to previously. Okay, so all right, there there is a lot of of repeat stuff if you're versed in. Video game history, especially video game history of the late 80s and early nineties, as many of you listening are.
1: Okay, cool.
0: So that's it for this week. Um thank you guys very much for listening and watching. We are all, except for Micah, uh streaming on Twitch now. So Dense Pixels Brad for me. Uh Carrie is Suppets Carrie, Terrence's Apparition of 410. Make sure you check us out on Twitch TV there. Uh you can join the fan group at densepixels.com slash fans where you too can submit questions to the post office every single week. Uh, subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts and of course subscribe to us on youtube as well youtube.com slash Uh that's it for us this week thank you guys very much for watching and listening and we will see you all the next time
1: see ya